Coming to you on some serious tape delay via a podcast near you. From that hockey hotbed of San Jose, California, it's Dudes on Hockey. He is now accepting callers. He is calling me Dude. And now your hosts, Mike and Doug. Hey there and welcome to the Dudes on Hockey podcast. I'm Mike, that's Doug. F*** <laughs> <Yeah, well, laughs> me, dude. <laughs> right? Exactly. Terrible. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Um. That was not good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Dude, um... A totally brutal way yeah. <laughs> to start a season. To start a season. Holy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, dude. Well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get this kind of analysis anywhere. Folks. <laughs> well, I'm sure this is what Pete DeBoer is saying at yeah. home as he's drinking his uh, you know, amaretto sour. Right. Like, amaretto uh, sour. I don't know. Where'd that come from? Midori sour, okay. you think? I don't know. Much more likely. Dude, I mean, this has been brutal. I'm not even sure where to start. Um, got a lot of things going on. Uh, bad play on the ice. Uh, some very pointed jabs by the coach off the ice. Yep. At his roster and at uh, Doug Wilson. Yeah. Um, about how the roster is made up. Uh, bad start for the Sharks. Bad start for the Barracuda, who just got pasted in there for his game five nothing. After I listened to a podcast, which I thought was fun, dude. I found a, a, a San Jose Barracuda podcast, dude. But cool. uh, where they talked about how this might be the best team the Barracuda have ever had, and, and then, then they, they lose went out five nothing and got destroyed. I mean, it's one game, and just like you know, and and this is only three games, but there are a lot of disturbing uh, things about these three games, dude. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Let's start with game one. I expected that. Um, sure. And I think of the three, that was the least disturbing to me. Yeah. Uh, it, the Sharks were were dominated, but yet in that game for most of that game, and actually for a moment, it was it was three two. Mm-hmm. And when Sorensen might have scored that second one, but then was disallowed. Right. And we were commenting to each other, "This is. I mean, they have no business." <laughs> Being three two, but they were alive, right? They yeah. they were still alive. I fully expected the Sharks to get destroyed in that game. I think Vegas had been sitting on this uh, for months yeah. and really wanted to stick it to the Sharks. I yeah, it was not it was not great to see the Sharks follow that up with a much worse effort in the home opener. Sure, giving up another early goal. Uh, and was really never in that game. It was never. It was never close. The Sharks never really competed. No, and um, I think the the silver lining to Game One, which was not there in Game Two, was Martin Jones was really good in Game One. Yeah, yeah. And then Martin Jones was pretty bad in Game Two. Mm-hmm, got pulled and got pulled. And um, what I I was hopeful at least, you know, in Game One, which. Uh, he played well, made a lot of big saves, and and turned what could have been something horribly ugly into something that I I had hoped when they came back home that they could go. Okay, you know what, guys, kind of you know they got theirs right. Mm-hmm. 
But there seems to be just no answer, like no answer for what the Golden Knights want to do. They completely impose their will on the Sharks. And this is a running theme, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, this yeah. is this is a, a theme that has gotten worse over time, actually. I thought that uh, two years ago, that was a very competitive uh, series. Last year was... Uh, a blowout for most of it. And then the sharks were able to turn that around. Yeah. And then one game seven, of course, in a very controversial fashion, right after they had been dominated mm-hmm. for the majority of that game. And then Vegas completely folded and they deserve to lose that game because they folded. Right. 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 And you can't talk me out of that, even though I'm a sharks fan. Right. That's true. A penalty call aside, you just got to kill a penalty. Right. Mm-hmm. They couldn't do it, but the sharks have, just got destroyed in these two games. They weren't able to get anything going and they looked lost in all aspects. Yeah. All aspects. Um, completely lost. And it was disturbing. They're giving up high quality chances, which is something we were talking about. Hopefully the Sharks weren't going to do because they clearly weren't going to have the scoring to compete, but they were giving up a lot of high quality chances by everyone. I know Kerr's specifically pointed out Mark Edward Vlasic, but I, I don't see Carlson or Burns being that much better. Um, and all these young guys that we were kind of excited to see in the lineup, with maybe the exception of Mario Ferraro, have been absent, haven't really done anything. Well, no one, no one on the forward core has done anything. But certainly there's not really been anything that we've seen from the new guys. Your Tykin and Gambrell and Leon Bergman, although maybe Leon Bergman's the best of... A, uh, he a, was so good, he only played seven minutes against the Ducks. Right. So clearly, uh, you know, Gambrell's already out of the lineup. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. that they played Brodzinski instead of Gambrell. Uh, your Tyken seems to be playing the most minutes. I mean, he played 14 minutes against the Ducks, so maybe he's the worst of, of the best of the worst right now right. in Pete DeBoer's eyes. Bergman was down to seven minutes. Um, you know, uh, Trevor Carrick. Now that we're we're on our on our ninth defenseman right now. Yeah, right. The yeah. guy who we acquired to be AHL veteran presence is now playing uh, regularly, and that's how much DeBoer hates Tim Heed. Yeah, yeah. Is that Tim Heed is not playing, and Trevor Carrick is playing. Right, right, right. I mean, this is. Um, the only reason Dalton Proud isn't playing is because he's hurt. Right. He's hurt. Middleton is hurt. Shimmick is not ready. And it's Trevor Carrick yeah. in the lineup. <laughs> I, I mean, this is, uh, it's not good, right? Not good. Um, should probably circle all the way back to the Evander Kane suspension, which, you know, that coupled with Eric Carlson missing opening night. And absolutely justifiably so, of course, to have the birth of his child. Which, although we didn't know what that was, and I think um, at least you know we were speculating, um, you know, not a joyous event, but something uh, sad, right? Instead, and we're thrilled and congratulations, Ek, on on the the birth of your child, of course. Um, and the Sharks were, you know, missing key players in yeah. that game, and we're missing them, you yeah, know, really d- desperately. Them. Um, and were unable to fill in for their absence. And um, 
the the disturbing thing about the second game is the two shorthanded goals. Yeah, I mean, the Sharks have given up more oh, shorthanded goals than they've gotten God. power play goals. Dude, I I was in Disneyland this weekend, and that's why the podcast is is a day late here. And I was listening to this game as we were driving down to Disneyland on Friday night, and I was, I mean, it was, I wanted to vomit yeah. on the grapevine yeah. Yeah. as yeah. I'm listening to this. Um. And Dan Rosanowski sounded like he wanted to vomit too. I mean, like he was just, you know, um, it sounded like the lack of, uh, where was the fire? Where was the yeah. passion? Where was the, um, but clearly the Golden Knights had the Sharks seem to display none of it, mm-hmm. at least through the radio. And to come out that flat and look that pathetic on their home opener after getting pasted in Vegas in a home and home, Disturbing. I'm yeah. just going to go back to that word. Disturbing. It's disturbing. And you know what I did yesterday? What? I bought tickets to Vegas. I'm going to the away game in November. What? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I know. You. It might be the worst decision ever. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. And we, and those tickets are expensive. But, you know, I'm going to go to the arena. It's going to be fun to, to be there. It's a, a crazy atmosphere. You know, this is something overall that I did not call for hockey to take so much you know, are you gonna wear your sharks jersey? Yeah, I'm gonna have to do some research on that. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'll tell you. I mean, I I don't know, and maybe some folks who've been can weigh in. I mean, uh, I wore my Giants jersey to Dodger Stadium once, right? And uh, someone threatened to shove batteries up my ass, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a true story. And yeah. and my response was, um, can they be AAA? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. How about the watch batteries? Yeah, I know. Um, and yeah, people were terrible uh, there. And uh, we went to a, a 49er Raider game once and did not wear our 49ers jerseys. And actually, I wore black. Right. And uh, I watched a 49er guy get his ass kicked yeah, in yeah. the concession line. All he wanted was a hot dog. Right. Uh, so, dude, I'm not saying that would happen to you, but I think given the um, the contentiousness yes. of this rivalry, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would wear the jersey or we'll not. We'll have to see. I know there's quite a few Sharks fans maybe that listen to this podcast that have been to Vegas games because it is it is fun to go and it's a pretty close. It's an hour and 20-minute flight. Um, I'm going to go. I want to take in the atmosphere. I want to see the arena. I want to see the Sharks. Hopefully, they put in a... A better, a better effort. It couldn't be much, much of a worse effort. So. Is refundable tickets too? <laughs> no, oh, no. So, oh wow. When did yeah. you buy these seats? When did you make this decision? Yesterday. So you did this, even though the Sharks have started zero three. Yeah. And they got pasted twice by Vegas. And and what was it? Where you were sitting around drinking your Earl Grey, right? And you were saying to yourself, you know what? I want to spend some money and treat myself and take myself to Vegas. To watch the Sharks play the team that just beat us a combined nine to two. You know what the kicker was? What? Jeff Dunham's there. I That's knew it. That's what it was. I knew it, dude. We used to always play this game when we had season <laughs> tickets back when we were kids. And uh, we would say, um, what would you rather? Would you rather go and watch Jeff Dunham, right? The ventriloquist. The ventriloquist. or And you'd have to sit there in the front row and laugh right. the whole time. Or would you rather go to like a... Disney you on know, ice, a Disney or, on ice, and wear like Daisy Dukes, right? Um, and eat a snow. We cup. never chose yeah. Jeff Dunham. <laughs> never, <laughs> never. No, uh, I'm not going to see Jeff Dunham. But um, 
I don't know. It was just a whim and uh, decided to go and it's going to be fun, I hope. And I hope it'll be a slightly better output because you can't let three games decide the whole Absolutely season. Absolutely not, dude. I mean, we and you can look at the St. Louis Blues as exhibit A, B, C, Z. That, you Dallas know, they were Stars. The, they were the worst team in hockey last year and they yeah. won the whole thing. Right. The Sharks have too much talent to be this bad. They just looked like they had no identity at all. Right. Like, and that's that's the problem. Like mm-hmm. they, I knew they were going to lose when they went to Anaheim too. I just, I knew it. Like they just <laughs> looked, they didn't, it's not like these games were close. Yeah, like they got yeah. killed and they're not just going to magically be able to turn it on. Right. Right. I mean, maybe Evander came back in the lineup could be a bit of that. I mean, he's got it that can only help intensity, right? right? Sure. It can only help. It can only help. And but yeah, um, the, the one the one position that the Sharks are healthiest and and most staffed at is goalie, and neither of the goalies have been very good. <laughs> so that's you know not much of a consolation, I have to say. Certainly, there's plenty of room for improvement, plenty of things to think about, plenty of things to do. You know, Couture and and Hurdle both taking you know some of the blame or a lot of the blame, saying we just have to be better, we have to we have to do more than what we've been doing. We're playing like a team that just met, I think is what Hurdle said. <laughs> so. Certainly, there's plenty of uh, things the Sharks can look at, but we are only three days in. And so, but, you know, the questions come. I was reading Kevin Curzon, of course, the inevitable question. We didn't actually get it in our comment thread, although I was fully expecting it. Maybe we did. It could have been a late addition. But the, now is the time to bring in Patrick Marlowe was the first thing that was in Kevin Curzon's mailbag. Any additional thoughts on that, dude? I mean, the Johnny Brzezinski, not, not that three games is enough time to finish the Johnny Brzezinski, Leon Bergman, and Daniel Yurtaikin experiment, but is, is Patrick Marlowe looking a little bit more attractive at this point? No, that's not gonna, That's not the answer. That that He's not going to be the answer. The 30 points that Patrick Marlowe will bring is not the answer here. W- would he be better than one of these guys right now? Probably. Yeah, probably. But I mean, but really not right now. Do you think Patrick Marlowe's like ready to play an NHL game right now? He didn't have a training camp. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not in shape. Of course. He's a, it that he's going to take a couple weeks to ramp up for sure. You can't just drop him in against Nashville, sign him today, play him tomorrow. That doesn't it's not going to work. Right. The, that ship has sailed. I don't think that Marlowe is the answer. I don't think that you can write off all of these guys after three games. Like, I think that it's just not fair to do that. Um, they need a longer look. Will Pete DeBoer be patient enough with any of them? Um, I don't know. And I'm, and, and I can understand his frustration. He was definitely frustrated. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, this is more teaching than we've done ever is basically what he said. Right. And um, the veterans that they're missing, Justin Braun, Jonas Donskoy, Joe Pavelski, um, Gus Nyquist, Gus Nyquist, and more, uh, Michael Haley, are sorely missed right now. Mm-hmm. And the guys taking their place at the moment haven't been up for the task. Um, and there has been, but, but but it's not like the veterans have been good either. They've right. been bad too. Oh yeah, they've all been bad. Um, I just it it what it makes me so frustrated is that I felt like they just sort of let Vegas like you know push them around. Yeah, and they just kind of took it. Yeah, like you know, uh, every time that fourth line's on the ice, they kind of do whatever they want. It's really annoying yeah, to watch. Yeah, like, like and Ra- Reeves. And Reeves, they just, whatever, they'll hit everybody. They'll hit them late. They'll hit them high. Whatever, it doesn't it matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And the Sharks never respond. No, never respond, never do happens. anything. And 
Um, they're not. They don't really have. You know, they don't have the roster to do that. I've always wanted that kind of fourth line. Yeah, we've never had that. And Doug Wilson doesn't seem to be very interested in it. Right. I think he wants a skilled one through four lines. And that's what Peter Boer seems to want too. But then they kind of hedge it by bringing in like a Michael Haley yeah. and our Scott Parker or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just, uh, we saw that worked for St. Louis last year. Their fourth line is a real bear to play against. Yeah. And Vegas, you know. Those, Obviously. And those guys, they don't, sit in the playoffs no because they, they're not terrible hockey players they're not right? playing three minutes like sometimes no. you see fourth lines play in the past they're oh, not yeah. doing that anyways dude um dude looking forward i gotta say the next four games aren't looking so good for the sharks either we got nashville chicago calgary and carolina certainly nashville calgary and carolina are all expected to be not only playoff teams but maybe potential division winners all of them in Chicago is not that bad. Um, it's a it's a tough road looking ahead for the Sharks here. They got two games against Buffalo, uh, a home and home against Buffalo, which is really weird. Uh, starting next weekend, but the next four games not looking good. What are we lo- What are we looking for? Baby steps to turn this thing around here. Establishing an identity, like looking <laughs> like they understand what they want to do as a team. Um. I would be satisfied with a competitive loss in Nashville. I mean, because yeah. none of these have been good efforts. Like, can can we try and see, you know, some good possession? Can we try and see um, some dangerous scoring plays? Uh, we haven't seen any of that right. from anybody. And um, I think maybe a road trip uh, away from home might be a good a good thing. A good thing here where they can kind of get, you know, Carlson's not going to be waking up every 45 minutes yeah. changing a poopy diaper. Right. You know I mean? Like, you know, you, you've got, um, yeah, let's, let's blame the baby. Okay. That's it. We'll Clearly blame, the we'll baby's blame fault. the baby. Um, I don't know. I mean, like I, I, I will not, I'm not prepared to write off the season. Of course. Because of three bad games. Um, and, you know, I think it's pretty clear Pete Poor's job, not in danger. Although, I would like to... Where's the adjustments? Where? What, what are they going to do to try and play better against Vegas? Right. Like, nothing. Like, they've done nothing different. It's the same, right? And it, it doesn't work. Like, it's not working. Mm-hmm. Like, they need to try something else, you know? Yeah. Um, instead of just, well, we're going to, Sharks, you do you, and we're yeah. going to play like we always do, and it'll work against anybody, you know? And mm-hmm. that's not the case. Like, it's a bad matchup. So how are you going to adjust to try and beat Vegas? Because they're not making any adjustments that I can tell. It looks like it's the same thing. Right. Doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Do something else. Well, they just, for me, I just want to see the best players start doing some good things. Sure. That's the one thing, honestly, because I'm not writing off Dell. I'm not writing off Jones, but I'm starting to get the sinking suspicion. Uh, there's well, one, there's nothing we can do about that because those contracts are unmovable and I'm getting the sinking suspicion that those guys are going to be average or below average goaltenders here. And the sharks might have to just deal with that, but we know we have some above average forwards and some above average defensemen. 
We need to start seeing Couture and Hurdle and Meyer and Carlson and Burns do something. We, we, we don't just have above average. We have two of the five best defensemen in the NHL. Right. And it's time for, you know, your stars need to carry the team. So show up, mm-hmm. you know, show up. Let's go. Uh, Kevin LeBanc has been balls. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's been terrible so far. And this guy's got everything to play for. And he certainly talked the talk in the offseason. Well, let's go, dude. Yeah. Like, let's go. Let's do something here. And I think when you start to see the better players play to their level, it's going to make it a lot easier for the younger players to play loose, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To play loose and just to feel more confident. Because right now, you know, they're feeling a ton of pressure because nobody's doing anything. Team Wire, let's go. Yeah. You know, yeah. Let's, let's let's get down and dirty and do what you do. I haven't where's any of that been? Yeah. Where's yeah. any of that been? It seems like they're almost like surprised they're this bad. That that's kind of <laughs> the one thing they're like, "Oh, wait. We actually kind of suck here. Uh not not used to this. Not sure what to do." Well, then get embarrassed mm-hmm. and get mad, which is what I had wanted to see in game 2. Hey, we got embarrassed. Yeah. This is not going to happen at the tank. Right. And it didn't. It was worse. It was worse. It was worse. So, you know what? Um, Time to yeah to figure it out, well, guys. Well, good thing is there's 79 more games to That's figure right. it out. <laughs> we got a lot so, of time. Um, yeah, you're right. It's not going to be easy sledding here. These next four games are especially tough. And Buffalo is better. I mean, Buffalo lost today in Columbus, but you know they they went to Pittsburgh and beat them in the opening night. But Pittsburgh is bad now. <laughs> Malkin's hurt. Uh, somebody else is hurt too. They got like two bad injuries already. Uh, so there's oops. yeah. Uh, I'm glad I picked them. <laughs> Great pick, Mike. Woo woo. So yeah, uh, it's it's not. I mean, obviously, it's not much not worth it to look at the standings in the NHL because we're only three games in. I mean, certainly Dallas being 0-3 is weird. But, sure. But, you know, these little blips happen all the time, so it's not that not that uh, out of the ordinary for these things to happen. But, yeah, I think uh, the Sharks have definitely got a tough draw here in the next week. Um, let's see if they can get a decent effort against Nashville and maybe they can surprise Calgary or Carolina and actually show that they belong with some of the better teams in the NHL because that's what those three teams are. No, let's not forget about Chicago. I mean, Chicago, the Sharks historically don't play well there. Yeah. You know, so um, I wouldn't chalk that up as a win. You know, I think that the Sharks struggle against that team um, and against Taze and Kane. And some of the guys who have caused them problems over the year are back, like Andrew Shaw, right? So um, that won't be an easy one by any stretch dude this is yeah this is a tough stretch it'd be nice to see the sharks come out and and win a couple of these these dude but no not not easy to feel good right now yeah uh, dude we're gonna we're gonna end the 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 pessimism here or, or end the the bad mojo because i just i don't want to keep getting down on this team no no there it's it's only three days dude l- let's let's end with something positive okay ready? Yeah, it's- i went to galaxy's edge in Disneyland nice. this weekend. Dude, nice. Nice. The Smuggler's Run ride, the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Even you would Even. like that ride, dude. Nice. Even you would like that ride. It's really cool. It's yeah. like you're you um you end up piloting the Millennium Falcon. So like you get a job. You're either a pilot, a gunner, or a engineer or something. With engineer kind of seems like a crap job. <laughs> Tell me about but- it. But <laughs> 
So um, I was a pilot and so was my wife and my daughter was a gunner. So shooting things. Um, and Elizabeth had the hardest job. Like yeah. she had to like steer the Millennium Falcon from like left to right. And you're controlling. It's like a video game. But yeah, you're yeah, in, yeah. It's like Star Tours, but you're like moving it. Cool. And she um, did not do a great job. Oh, she well. was flying us into walls and stuff. And it was funny. <laughs> and, you know, um, but we were laughing. I got to put it at light speed, dude. It was nice. awesome. We had the blue milk, the cantina. Yeah, yeah. I, dude, I, it was fun. You texted me the picture from the cantina, which looked extremely real. Yeah, it was really cool. Well, it was, it was a real thing. I was there. I, I went to a galaxy far away. I wish I was still there so the sharks were not 0-3. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, dude, let's see if the sharks can uh, turn it around a little bit here. Evander came back in the lineup. Maybe a little bit of that boost of energy they might need in order to get some get some identity. Because you know Evander Kane's not going to be super excited if the sharks are dropping big game, is dropping a lot of gold. No, well, hopefully he'll bring some energy against Nashville and uh, the sharks can... Uh, Surprise! I mean, they've surprised us so far by being 0-3. Maybe they'll surprise us in this stretching and win some of these games. All right. Go Sharks. Go Sharks. Hate the show? Want to get your questions on the air? Email questions at dudesonhockey.com. Dudes on Hockey is not affiliated with the San Jose Sharks organization or the National Hockey League.